all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Hey, yes. Welcome to the show. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Well, I just get into real conversations, what's going on around the church, within the church, by the church, in the front of the church, different subjects, different topics, whether it's, you know, different individuals, uh, social media, uh, like politics, you know, business or, you know, different struggles or encouraging matches, messages, excuse me, and stuff like that. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay, I have a, uh, a few topics I want to talk about, okay? You know, first of all, I just want y'all, I want to say hello to everyone. Hello to all my fans and all my downloaders and everything like that. I'd like to say hello to you guys. Thank you for uh, giving me an ear. Give me your ear to listen to my rants and listen to my uh, my conversations and my teachings and my topics and subjects on my show. I really appreciate that from you guys. Okay? God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. Okay. All right. What I want to talk about, I, I have I have a request. And this request uh, is from my fiance, my beautiful Princess Nemofu. My beautiful Princess Nemofu, my fiance. She, she usually, uh, we conversate and we talk about different things and different subjects. So uh, I got a little request from her. It wasn't so much a request for her, but I said I would talk about that because I, I think it's very interesting and very profound, you know, uh, the, uh, the subject matter is very profound and very interesting. So anyway, you know, I'm going to try to keep it at, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about this, maybe keep it about, let's say, let me look at my clock because I'm going to be more, more, uh, compliant with my time, you know, when I, when I'm on this and everything. All right. And, uh, I want you all to understand that. Okay. All right. Uh, First of all, envy, vanity, soul, and spirit. Let's say that again. Envy, vanity, soul, and spirit. Why I'm saying that? Because uh, I was talking to my fiance the other day when I was at work, you know, doing my free time. And uh, she brought up a conversation, a conversation uh, that she was having with one of her friends in, uh, in Spain, while she's there in Spain, about uh, 
life in general, uh, her spiritual awareness. I don't know how the conversation came up, but uh, I just thought I'd talk about it on my show. And I said that I will uh, talk about it and everything. And uh, what happened is uh, she was talking to the young lady. I guess the young lady was more focused on her physical looks and, uh, you know, her physical appearance and uh, different things like that. You know, the conversation was leading in that area. Okay. It was leading someone in that area. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess my fiance, uh, Christina, Princess Nemo, fool, my boo, uh, asked her. You ever think about things spiritually? In that order. I don't know if that was exact uh, way that she asked the young lady. But she said, you ever think about things spiritually? And I don't know what the response was. But I guess the young lady didn't have too much of a, uh, a feed, too much of a response to that. You know, and my lady asked her, what about, you know, you're beautifying your, your uh, not in a judgmental way. I don't think she was asking that, you know. At least I don't think she was. And uh, she was asking her, you know, uh, know my fiance, she's very sincere. And uh, she never tried to proclaim that she knows the Bible a lot and everything. But she asks very deep common sense questions sometimes. And I like a lot of common sense questions. Real talk. And that's why I called this show Real Talk. But she let me digress. She got back. She asked her, has she ever thought about her spiritual, you know, afterlife, you know, her spiritual or her soul? And, uh, and I guess the young lady didn't have no response on that because, first of all, people think the spirit and soul is the same. If you talk to a lot of people, when they even talking about everything, they say, my soul and blah, 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 my soul and my spirit, they, they think the spirit, man, and the soul is the same, which is not, okay? And, uh, and the Bible talks about, uh, you know, the spiritual, the dead man, the, uh, the carnal man, excuse me, does not comprehend and does not understand the spiritual things like we do the body of Christ because their spirit needs to be made alive you know their spirit Ephesians use the word quicken their spirit needs to be quickened which means made alive okay and uh I guess when she asked that question the young lady didn't know how to respond like a lot of others don't know how to respond when it comes to spiritual things because they don't understand spiritual things let me go on some scripture here and I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna get back to what uh you know what happened it wasn't a real long thing, but, you know, I just, it's just very interesting. I'm going to read First uh, Corinthians 2, and I'm going uh, to just read to the first verse, and then I'm going to stop. I'm going to let you know when I'm going to stop, when I get to the point, when I'm trying to make, then I'm going to go to First Corinthians 15. So bear with me, bear with me, body of Christ, okay? Okay, first one, uh, verse one. Chapter 1, excuse me, and chapter 1 and 1 in 1 Corinthians 2 reads, When I first came to you, dear brothers, this is Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian church. When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. First of all, I'm reading out of the Living Bible. I usually read the King James, but I want you to get a clearer understanding for my new listeners to understand what I'm saying, okay? So this is the Living Bible I'm reading from, my other, uh, one of my other best translations besides the King James, which is my favorite, okay? This is the Living. Verse 1, when I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words 
and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget. I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. Three, I came to you in weakness and timid and trembling. And my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit, which is very important. We all need to do the same thing in our spiritual walk in Christ. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, okay, but in the power of God. Let me read that again. I did this so you would not trust in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Six, verse six. Yet when I am among mature believers, listen to this, I do speak with words of wisdom. So Paul is saying, when, he, when he's with mature believers, he speaks deeper, deeper things. He talks about in some of his other uh, books as well, you know, about the milk and the meat and everything like that. But I, I, will, you know, I won't get into that right now. But it's, it's following in the same format. <coughs> Excuse me. When I am among mature believers, I speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world, not human wisdom or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God, his plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it, to, made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of the world have not understood it if they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. Now, the rulers of this world he's talking about is the principalities and the powers and the second heavens and the heavenly places. Uh, Satan and his cohorts, you know, the fallen angels, the demons, etc. and stuff like that. That's who he's talking about, you know. And, uh, the demons and the fallen angels are not the same. I don't believe they are the same, but I'll get to do a teaching on that maybe, maybe in the future. You know, those are the ones that God kept this hidden mystery from and everything because if they wouldn't knew, they wouldn't crucify the Lord of glory. Okay, so I'm going to go on. Now, what this is what the scripture means when they say, no eye has seen or nor ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God deep secrets. Okay, verse 11. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. Okay. And we have received God's spirit, not in the world's spirit, not the world's spirit, excuse me, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. And I'm going to stop right there. Okay, Joe, what did I got to do with anything? It has to do with your spiritual life. I'm not talking about the physical man. I'm going keep, to keep this a, a shorter, but I just wanted to get this out there for the church today and for the new believers especially. Old believers probably know this, but if you don't, you know it's just food for thought, free of charge. <laughs> okay. You know, the spirit man has to, be re re has to be renewed. The spirit man has to be made alive. When the Bible talks about quicken, this, that means your spirit has to be made alive. So anyway, when my lady was asked, my fiance was asking, and yes, she is my lady, was asking a young lady about that. You know, she has said, did you ever think about your soul? You ever think about your spirit? And I don't think the lady had a response to that. Like a lot of people don't. They don't have a, they don't have a response when you ask them about their spiritual being because they are so much physical conscious. The world is so much physical conscious. When you become part of the body of Christ, we're supposed to be more spiritual conscious than physical conscious. So, we, you know, those questions is very 
important when we're talking to another person. We also got to understand we we cannot get into a lot of deep things with the unsaved world because the unsaved world does not understand the spiritual things of God. See, that's my point. You know, the unsaved world does not understand the spiritual deepness or the spiritual things of God because the Holy Spirit has no connection with a dead spirit. Okay, you follow what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit has no connection with a dead spirit. Okay? So I want you want you to understand that, and uh, you know. So when she asked that question, you know, it was very. I, I said I was going to do a little feedback on the teaching on that because she mentioned that, and she also mentioned envy. A lot of people envy you for certain reasons for another because of certain things. And she mentioned vanity. Vanity means emptiness. You know, you know, vanity means emptiness. A lot of people are full of vanity. They're full of emptiness. There's a there's a broader definition on that word vanity that you can look up yourselves. But vanity has something to do with emptiness. You know, it just means it has nothing. You can have a a, a, a outside appearance. You can look like you everything is going well, but inside you are full of vanity. You are full of vanity and everything. So I just thought I'd just talk about that and everything. Envy, vanity, and the soul and the spirit. Because they all coexist with each other, if you follow what I'm saying. They all go together. So we need to understand that they all go together. Okay, my point is, for the unbeliever that's listening, if you are listening, this is for the unbeliever. The only way that you can grow and I'm putting emphasis on grow because it doesn't happen overnight. You need to grow in the things of God. The only way you can grow and understand the things of God is through the spirit man that's going to feed your soul. The spirit man must be made alive. You know, the spirit man must be made alive. Not only that, but you need that connection for eternal life. You need that connection for eternal life because right now your spirit is dead. It's controlled by the 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 outworld, you know, the wickedness of the outside world, you know, the principalities and the powers and stuff like that, the core horses of Lucifer, the core horses of Satan, is controlled by that. You need to be made alive so the Holy Spirit can come within you and be able to feed you and teach you about the things, the deeper things of God and what God's word is saying, and it can feed you. And it's a growing process. You start off on milk, milk and white, or still no lady. You should be able to go out, be able to drink, you know, to eat. Stakes, in other words, in that way. But anyway, excuse me. That was that's that's very important. Uh, uh, body of Christ. Now I'm going to assume that you're already saved. I'm not going to talk to unsaved because they need to get saved first. You know? But I want to talk to the saved ones. Let's start feeding your spirit man because your spirit man is the one that's going to the heavenly places, not this body, not this flesh. We need to focus more on the spirit man. In my experience, I know the more I focus on the flesh, the more I'm going to obey the flesh. The more thought I put in to f in the flesh, I'm going to obey the flesh, even if it's just something just just happened. That means I've been focusing on that moment of sinning. Yep, you know we all do that. Something not we all, but a lot of us do that. We focus on the fleshly things and wind up going into sin, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a habit, a stronghold, or whatever like that. So we need to we need to watch that when it comes to when it comes to the physical man because we don't need to feed our sin. We don't need to feed our flesh, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, this is real talk. This is real talk. Okay. Well, anyway, the soul. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday let me, let me give you a, a, a definition your spirit man is that rejuvenated it's that inside inward man that's in you that helps you to follow the ways of god okay your spirit man is your inner man when the bible talks about the inner man for the believer it's talking about the spirit man the spirit man that that's been made alive that's been quickened in christ okay you know because they trust in christ as their savior okay the soul is mostly your emotions and, you know, your body and soul coincides, your emotions, your emotions bring it to your body, and your body is part of your feelings. Your body, you can feel things, you can taste and everything with your body, but your soul is mostly your emotions, your intellect and stuff like that. That's your soul. So the spirit and soul is not the same. We live in a body, we have a soul, and we possess a spirit. Those three assets, it's like a triune, you know, just like God the Father. Not like, but in that in that format, God the Son, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Okay, so where I'm going with this is... That the unsaved spirit is dead. It's dead. Okay, excuse me. Uh, their spirit needs to be made alive. They don't know the things of eternal. They don't know eternal things. They don't. They cannot comprehend the deep things of God. Okay, they cannot comprehend the deep things of God. That's why I read in these scriptures here in the book of Romans, and I think the book of uh, the book of excuse me, First Corinthians, the second chapter, and everything. It says, when we tell you things, these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, okay? Using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual things. The Holy Spirit will explain certain things to our inner man, which is our spirit. But people, verse 14 says, but people who are in spiritual, that's the unsaved people, can't receive these truths from God, Okay? It all sounds like foolishness to them, and they cannot understand it. Remember, I'm living, I'm reading out of the Living Bible, a Bible for you, King James, uh, you know, theologians. I'm reading out of the Living Bible, so uh, the ones that don't know the King James too much can get a better understanding. Okay, foolish to them and can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual could understand what the Spirit means. Okay. 15 says in 1 Corinthians 2, 15, those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. That means the unsaved world cannot evaluate. They always say, I thought you, you ever heard the term, I thought you was a Christian, I thought blah, blah, blah. They don't know. They only going on your outside appearance and what mistakes that we might make. And we're going to make mistakes in our walk. But the inner man, the spiritual man, you know, they cannot comprehend that's within us. And they cannot even understand spiritual things when we feed it to them. Because why? They are spiritual. They're, it, it takes a spiritual discernment, as the Bible says, for that, you know, interpretation. And, and the unsaved does not understand those spiritual things when it comes to the spirit. And it comes to the soul, which is your intellect, your mind, your thinking, and your emotions and stuff like that, you know. The body's just the flesh. The body's just a frame that covers up it's just it's just a clothing for your spirit man and your soul okay oh, i hope i get that straight right there well anyway when she was talking 
and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep this a little shorter. But when she when she was yeah, y'all know how that go. That means longer. <laughs> but when she was talking, you know, uh, you know, with about that and everything, it wasn't. She didn't get into every detail and everything, but she was explaining. It's, it's just amazing how people don't think about spiritual things. They think about their outward appearance. They think about their you know their physical looks. You know their clothing. The, maybe for the woman, the makeup, or the man, other different things and types. Their body, the man, the muscles and stuff like that. They don't think about the uh, the um, now. Those things are not bad. Don't get me wrong. You know you should take care of your body. You you should you know you know exercise and stuff like that you know you should no no there's nothing wrong with that but the point is you know when you're unsaved your focus is always on the physical unless you're in some type of cult let me let me make let me get this together or some type of sect then you fit you're, you're concentrating on spiritual things but it's the wrong spirit it's the wrong spirit. It might be usually it's demonic. If you get into these type of sex, or the, uh, these type of seers and everything, seers and witches, in other words, you know you are in some type of spirit, but it's not your rejuvenated spirit, man, and it's not the Holy Spirit. So you need to be careful for that. So we need to watch out, you know, when we are talking to the unsaved about deeper things of God because they are not ready for that steak yet. They haven't even learned how to drink milk. Warm milk as that, like an infant starts off with warm milk. Does uh the unsaved does not need or cannot comprehend spiritual things. So they need to be saved first. And then it doesn't happen automatically, like I said, they need to grow in it. In other words, so they don't have so much focus on the spiritual man and that's a sad thing, okay. And I just thought I'd bring that up. You know. I just thought I'd bring it up for my boo, you know. And uh that's that's very important. Now, I, I, I want to somewhat end it there, but I, I thought I'd just talk about that because, you know, I'm going to focus right now, and that's the most important thing that this, these podcasts that I do, not only uh, the Body of Christ Real Talk, but Connecting the Dots, my Bible teaching, uh, you know, podcast is salvation. After all that I, that I have just said and the ones that are not saved, that is listening, and the ones that are our saved, young or old, that are listening, let's concentrate on our spirit, man. First of all, the unsaved need to, the only way you can get your spirit quickened or made alive so you can start understanding or discerning some of the uh, spiritual things of God's word from the Holy Spirit is to be saved. And there's only one way to be saved is trusting Christ as your Savior. And how did that happen? You believe that Jesus, you believe in his death, burial, and resurrection according to first Corinthians one and four. His death, burial, resurrection, according to first Corinthians one to four. That's the way to salvation. That's the gospel of today. That is the gospel of today for a person to be saved. And this is for unbelievers. So I just hope you, the unbelievers, if you're listening, please trust Christ. It's not hard. I, I, I'm going to say this in a lot of my podcasts. Traditionally, you have been told you have to find a church. Traditionally, you have been told you have to find an altar. Traditionally, you have to be told you have to uh, say something or quote a sinner's prayer, you know, or just repeat what some other minister or some other persons have said. But that's not all biblical. Your altar is wherever you are at by believing. All you have to do is believe. You don't have to do those conditions. You just have to believe of what Christ done on the cross for you, his death burial and resurrection then your spirit man will be made in life your spirit man will be quickened after that and that is that that's that's a promise from the word of god okay and i want you to remember that you know even going through your struggles and your times 
or you'll be going to this type of life. If you're not getting that, you know what I mean. That was the sound of a storm, the storms of life. And you don't want to have to keep going through that and everything, the storms of life. You know, sometimes we go through certain things and sometimes we live in a neighborhood or a certain section that we hear certain sounds like this. Gunshots, chaos, all that type of stuff. You know, it brings fear. It brings calamity. It brings all kinds of stuff. But when you know you have a ticket to the heavenly places, you know your spirit, man, has been made alive and everything. You know, that is so wonderful. That is so great when you just know that. It's such an encouragement to know you are covered by the blood and you have been bought by the blood of Jesus. It's very important, you know. And you want to be, keep worrying about the storms of life or what when you hear gunshots of your neighborhood if you live in the hood or, you know, even not in the hood, but mostly the, the crime rates are very high in the hood and you go into these type of lives and your family or whatever like that. You know you have a ticket to heaven if anything happens to you that you, whether you destroyed by a storm or you went through a storm and they tuck you out or you know you've been wounded or shot or whatever like that you know your eternity is in the heavenly places and i'm not trying to make you feel scared but i'm just trying to make you feel hope you know stay spirit man focused believers and the new believers stay spirit man focused and including myself joe you stay spirit man focused to the unbeliever first of all give your life to christ so your spirit man can be awakened so your spirit man can be quickened and you become that child of god you're not a child of god now like contrary to a lot of religious people say but you become a child of god when you become a new creature in christ a new creature has not been born again a new creature is being a new creature when you knew you're not again okay when you knew you're not reborn you just new new means new it doesn't mean refurbished it doesn't mean none of that it means you are new you are a new creature in christ and everything so joe why are you going there i'll tell you that later but it's not in this podcast <laughs> yeah gotcha but anyway that's just a hint of what I'll be talking about. Also, different things about that uh, born again prophets, uh, uh, you know, in different topics, baptisms, uh, circumcisions, and stuff like that. You know, you can get an in depth teaching on those things in Connecting the Dust, my other Bible teaching podcast. But this one, I just mostly just spit out. I just, you know, give my opinion and I just talk about different things pertaining to the Bible. And it might not be verse by verse all the time, but I will hit some scriptures, but it's pertaining, it will be still pertaining to the Word of God. So I wanted to talk about that, the uh, vanity, emptiness, envy. You know, you could be envy over a person. You could be envy over things. You could be envy, envy over spiritual life. Envy over everything. Vanity, you're empty. You, you're more physical, outside appearance conscious than within because you have nothing on the inside. It's empty. You know, when you're vanity and everything, your spirit and soul, your spirit is your your spirit is your new rejuvenated man. You know, your soul is your intellect, your emotions and different things like that. So, good that my lady run that up and everything, you know, and I wanted to touch on that topic. It's a lot of in-depth studies on that within the Bible, and there's a lot of things that you can get into. We just read the Bible and read First Corinthians, not only two, read the, all that one, all the way down to whole chapter 
First Corinthians and also read First First Corinthians fifteen. You know, not only the salvation chapter, but read the whole chapter of First Corinthians fifteen all the way down. You know, and uh, that's very important. Read the first chapter all the way down. You know about salvation and also, you know, the spiritual man and discernment and how it is to become a spiritual man and be rejuvenated in Christ. Okay, alrighty. Alright, I thank you all for listening to me, you know, and I, I really appreciate you guys, you know. Once again, give yourself a hand clap or give yourself a shout and praise to God. Let's praise God right now. Go for it. Yeah, yes, indeed. God bless you all. I just want to talk about that, you know, envy, vanity, spirit. And so, it's it's more in depth on that, you know, far as that. Or, uh, but I just thank you all for uh, listening to my podcast. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. This is Joseph. Brownlee, body of Christ, real toss. Let's pray out now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for giving me the utterance, Father. Lord, I also thank you for forgiving me of the sins, the ones that I have committed, and the ones that I don't know of. It's already been cleansed, and it's already been set on the cross, Lord. I know I don't have to confess my sins to you, Lord, but this is just a reminder for me, not for you, a reminder for me to be sin conscious when I do uh, um, I do make a certain sin, or I start sinning, Lord. I'm just sin conscious. It's not the confession, because I know you already to take care of it, Lord, but it just it's just something for me to remind myself, even though I know it's done it's dealt with on the cross, I have to remind myself to keep to help myself to be conscious of my sinful ways which is still within me, you know, Lord. And I just thank you for cleansing me for all my sins, past, present, and future. I thank you for that, God. Lord, I pray for the ones that need their bodies healed within themselves. Lord, I pray for them for their stronger minds. I pray for healing in their minds, you know, spiritually. I pray for uh spiritual healing more than physical healing lord i pray for the physical healing that people's lord that need their life you know directed in the right direction and, and need their life fed with your word father in the name of jesus i thank you and i give you praise salvation please give your life for the unbeliever trust christ as your savior believe what he done for you his death burial resurrection resurrection and you will be saved according to first corinthians First Corinthians fifteen three to four, and then you will know the truth, and you will become you will become you will first of all to be saved, and then to come into the knowledge of the truth. That's God's number one will for the church today is to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. And then after you come into the knowledge of the truth, or how do you come into the knowledge of the truth? I always repeat this, and I will continue to repeat this: is to study to show thyself approved and workmen that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth so you know you can know and you can learn how to rightly divide god's words god's truth okay remember the only way for your spirit man to come alive and your we need to more be more as the body of christ more spirit focused that's not any type of spirit but that's the inner man has been fed by the holy spirit to give us the, uh, the wisdom and the knowledge of god's things is for our spirits to be quickened which is which means made alive god bless you all i love you all thank you for this, thank you for this, and I just give you a little bell. On that. Wow, time to go. It's time to get those spirits fed. Okay, God bless you all. I love you all. This is Joseph Brown, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Stay tuned for other subjects and topics and comments in this show. God bless you all. Bye bye. Love you all.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.